This is the 401 Podcast. Join Rhode Island sports journalist and basketball scribe Kevin McNamara with guests from the Ocean State sports scene and beyond. Now, here's your host, Kevin McNamara. Hello and welcome to the 401 Podcast on Kevin Mac Sports. I'm your host, Kevin McNamara. Thank you for joining me. March Madness is here, and I'm excited to take fans right into the belly of the beast in Indianapolis. After opening with 68 teams, we are down to the Sweet 16 and some big-time games this weekend. One matches Villanova with one of the favorites in the whole show, the Baylor Bears. It's a tough game for Nova, but is there any coach in the country you'd rather have than Jay Wright? Not many. Cole Swider, the shooter from Portsmouth, Rhode Island, is joining us on the 401 this week. I've actually known Cole since he was about 10 years old, maybe even younger. He played a ton of AAU ball with my son, and we all knew that with his size, shooting ability, and work ethic, he could one day rise to these heights. Best of luck this weekend, Cole. We also talked with Jeff Goodman, our pal from Boston. Jeff has been in Indy for two weeks already and will be at his extended stay hotel through the Final Four. It's a perfect setting for one of the more plugged-in basketball reporters in the country. Before the guys join me, I'd like to take a moment to tell everyone about our good friends and the great products at Manscaped. Hey 401 podcast fans, this is producer Kevin Collins here to tell you about our good friends at Manscaped. Have you filled out your March Madness bracket yet? Our sponsors at Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, want to remind you to do so. Their precision-engineered tools for your family jewels will help you turn that Kentucky Wildcat in your pants into a South Carolina Gamecock. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. They have an exclusive offer for 401 podcast college basketball fans everywhere. 20% off plus free shipping with the code KMAC. That's KMC at manscaped.com. We all know how painful it can be to nick yourself in the worst possible places while trimming below the waist. Manscaped has created the best men's trimmer ever the Lawnmower 3.0. Their trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. In addition, this trimmer comes with an LED light for a more precise shave and is waterproof to make your shower shave clean and easy. Your purchase also goes toward a great cause as Manscaped has partnered with Alex Caruso and the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer. Every purchase at manscaped.com goes toward contributions made to the Testicular Cancer Society society. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code KMC at manscaped.com. Be the best ball handler this year with Manscaped. Well, I'm very pleased to welcome Cole Swider of the Villanova Wildcats to the 401 podcast. No problem. Happy to be here. So I I understand you you just had a COVID test. Uh, I can only imagine how many COVID tests you've had between September when you first got to campus and and now. I I really want to ask you how life has been in the last two and a half weeks with uh, time spent in a New York City-controlled environment and now a Indianapolis-controlled environment. Yeah, it's been really different. I mean, the times that we're going through has been different and and we're just so blessed and thankful that we've, that we've been able to play. And uh, I think the Big East and the NCAA has done a great job making sure that we're safe, but also giving us the platform to play um, in, in front of the whole entire world. So it, it, it's been a weird couple of weeks when it comes to like the living style and, and a lot of time spent, spent in isolation. But besides that, it, it's been a blessing to be able to, to play with, with my teammates and, and, uh, and ho- hopefully make a run. 
Hey, did did the start of the season when you guys were at? Uh, you can tell me how many days you were at Mohegan Sun. I believe you played four games. Did yeah. that did that maybe prepare you for this postseason? Yeah, I mean, we, we were there for a little over a week, and and and, and that definitely uh, prepared us for this time. You know what I mean? It's uh, it, it gave us like that bubble like feel and and kind of just being isolated, and and it, it ultimately helped us for, uh, to just have a little taste of what it was going to be like uh, when we got to uh, Big East Tournament, NCAA Tournament. Sure. You, you know, Cole, we, we haven't had a chance to talk to many, uh, you know, student-athletes this year because of the Zoom and whatnot. Uh, yep. I, I'm, I'm curious how life has been for you and your family. Uh, have your parents, did your parents go to any games at Villanova? Were they allowed to? Or, or was it not until really the postseason when I know that, Families were allowed to go to the Big East tournament, and I believe they're allowed to go to, to see your games now as well. Yeah, so some of the sites that uh, that we played at allowed fans. My family came out to the Creighton game, and uh, in the last game of the season against Creighton um, at home, actually, uh, my mom came. So those are the only two games during the season when my parents actually came to the games. But it, they've been at uh, all the Big East games and all the NCAA tournament games so far. So, so it. It's been good to have them in the stands, but it's definitely been different uh, not being able to see them after the games or not being able to, to even see them when they're in town. You know what I mean? So no. it, it's been different from the family aspect, but it's but it's all good. We, since we've been able to play, it's, it's been amazing. No, no hugs and no meals, correct? Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Cole, I'm curious. Obviously, a huge uh, loss with Colin Gillespie's injury for Villanova and, you know, it took you guys a little bit to, to kind of recalibrate. Where do you think the team is right now after two, you know, impressive NCAA tournament wins? Yeah, I think we're just trying to get better. Um, I, I think when Colin went down, it was a big shock to all of us. He's such an amazing player, obviously Big East player of the year. Uh, when we lose a guy like that, it takes a little bit. But I, we're at a point now where we're, we're still finding ourselves and I, I think we're getting better every single day. Um, so I don't think there's a, a limit on our potential, and I, I feel like each and every day that, that, that we grow together, um, we're just going to keep on getting better, and, and that's that's all we want by the end of the season. So it's funny, Cole, throughout this year, you know, obviously I watch an awful lot of games, and all of a sudden, I, I shouldn't say I'd, I'd never thought I'd hear it because I know you work really hard, but you've morphed from a shooter to a defensive player. <laughs> and a very good defensive player. Uh, talk about how difficult that has been, the transformation into, you know, being able to play multiple positions defensively uh, at your size, you know, six foot nine and uh, what are you, about 230 pounds now? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, been a, it's been a big transition for me. I mean, coming out of high school, um, I, I would say I was too slow to guard the perimeter and probably not strong enough to guard the post players. So, I think I think I had a little ways to go coming out of high school. So um, being here at Villanova, having a great strength and conditioning program, as well as uh, at home working on my footwork and and just just finding different ways to to get myself physically and mentally prepared to be, to defend for 40 minutes has been a big transition for me. And I feel like uh, this year's uh, I've made the biggest jump uh, in my college uh, time. So. At, that's all I've been wanting to do, just keep on getting better on both ends of the floor each day, and and hopefully that's, that's showing on the court. It certainly has, and it's showed in the postseason, the second half of that of that North Texas game where you had a few uh, kind of back-to-back wing threes. Uh, you, you still fashion yourself as a sniper, no question, right? I mean, is, are those the opportunities that you kind of hunt? 
Yeah, I mean, whatever opportunities I can find within the game. I mean, uh, the way teams play me and the way teams play our team, for the most part, they're trying to take away threes. So we're always trying trying to be aggressive to, to get our threes and and also just read the defense. So if, if the threes are open, we, we certainly want to take them. I think I uh, was on a Zoom today with Coach Wright, and he, he said he was very impressed with your football skills. Uh, <laughs> to tell, tell me, uh, tell everybody what uh, – obviously you guys have single rooms. You're not allowed to really fraternize with any other teams. You're yeah. uh, alone on one floor, but you do get to go outside, and when you go outside, you're kind of limited where you can go. Just tell people what, what happens. Yeah, so basically the, the NCAA uh, – I don't know if they rented out the baseball field or the baseball field uh, across the – from the hotel allowed us to go in, but we were able to go to the baseball field. Uh, it's like a it's like a minor league baseball stadium, and we got to go there. And they had a bunch of ga- different games set up. They had a uh, racquetball set up. They had, they had a bunch of different things set up, and and we, we started tossing the football around and uh, in the outfield. And all of a sudden, we just started going out into routes and and playing full blown games. So so that, that that's how it kind of uh, started, but. Yeah, I definitely got to uh, show off some of my skills on the football field. <laughs> we can't have any uh, turned ankles, by the way, so hopefully there's no sprinting going on. By the way, that's the Indianapolis Indians. That's AAA. That's like a real baseball, by the way. Okay, okay. Yes, uh, that's what the, the Pawtucket Red Sox occasionally go out there. Uh, l- last couple ones. Uh, Baylor is next. Been one of the two best teams in the country all season long. It yep. seems as if they're rounding into shape again after they, they had a kind of significant COVID pause in, in February. Um what what do you think the biggest hurdle is with Baylor? I think their guards are are very quick and 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 they're very dynamic. Um, we haven't played a lot. We've we played some great guards this year um, on different teams, but I don't think we played the collection of guards that that Baylor has. So I think it's being able to really lock in on the scouting report. We're not going to be able to uh, see that kind of speed in practice. So it's going to hit us. It's going to hit us quick at first, but. Um, I feel like once we get into the game, uh, once we get into the game, we get used to it. Uh, just really locking on the scouting report and, and really um, just just focusing on what we need to do and just playing Villanova basketball. And I think that would give us a great a great shot. I'm sure you're a little sick of Indianapolis, but you'd like to stay there for another week or two, right? Oh yeah, I mean Indianapolis is good for another two weeks to me. Perfect. Hey, Cole, best of luck, and uh, good luck to uh, Villanova the rest of the way. Thank you. Please head to Haxton's Liquors on Bald Hill Road in Warwick for their great party deals. Haxton's has everything you need, all the top wines and spirits, plenty of beer, a huge selection of spiked seltzers, and all the mixers. Haxton's is always ready to serve you, so stop in and see my friends Tim and Bobby Haxton. They do an excellent job with social distancing and air filtration in their giant store. So mask up and say hello to the Haxton's. We're thrilled that they are proud sponsors of Kevin Mack Sports. Well, we're happy to welcome Jeff Goodman of Stadium to the 401 podcast. And we have very few people who we even know who are out in Indianapolis, but this is one of them. Uh, Jeff Goodman, my good friend from Stadium and from, well, from a little bit of everything in the basketball world. Uh, Jeff, uh, first of all, thanks very much for joining me. No, no. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate it. Uh, I know we wanted to do this yesterday, but I, 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 yeah, it's been, uh, it's been fun out here. I mean, it's been fun. We, we have a tournament, which is great. It's just not the same. I mean, you know, you've been out enough for the, the Final Fours. And, yeah. you know, you have uh, all the people uh, in the city of Indianapolis. And maybe they'll get that way a little bit when the Final Four comes about in, in a week or so. But right now, it's it's like a ghost town out there. Uh, but from your point of view, for anyone who's been to Indianapolis, there's so many good hotels right downtown connected to the to the convention center. Where, where do you go? So, um, 
I'm staying at the residence inn because I'm here for three weeks. So I needed a, I needed a refrigerator <laughs> as much as anything. So uh, I, I went shopping when I got here, loaded up on uh, the necessities. And, you know, if it's nice out, Kevin, uh, I'll eat outside. And yep. today it's pretty nice. It's like 65 and sunny. I don't mean to make you feel bad back uh, back home. It's probably 50 and, and cloudy if I had to guess. Yeah, but, but we'll take 50 uh, and cloudy. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. our 50 and cloudy is better than when I left. So, Jeff, have so, you have you even turned on the stove? No, I'm not. Okay. All right. I, I got uh, what's a good place with the shrimp out here? Oh, uh, um, St. Elmo's. St. Elmo's. St. Elmo's. I picked Can't it up to go, ate it at the hotel room while I was uh, updating the transfer list. Yeah. And uh, it is the spiciest shrimp anybody. I, 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 it's not even close to anything I've ever tasted before. And you forget, like I haven't had it in a couple of years, that first bite. It's like in your nose. It, it there's nothing like it. No, I don't think Ed Cooley could handle. No, it, 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 it's famous. Shrimp. I can tell you one thing: he can handle it a lot better than I can. I am truly Irish. I love shrimp, but <laughs> but but that sauce has got to go. It's just too much. Oh, too much. It's too it much for me. Brutal. It really yeah, is. Yeah. So hey, hey, Jeff. Before we get to the tournament, let's start a, a tiny bit on the transfer market because. Uh, both Providence and Rhode Island have a chance to be active there. A few Northeastern kids, good players. Uh, Tyson Walker from Northeastern, uh, yeah. uh, Kellen Grady from from Davidson. I'm mean, Both of those guys, are they at the highest level on the transfer, you think? Well, yeah, Tyson just gave me his, um, his top six earlier today. How about this? He averaged about 18, 19 a game at Northeastern. I've seen him play a couple times. Sure, He's me too. Terrific. He's good. Terrific. Yeah. Love him. Maryland, Michigan State, Texas, Kansas, Vanderbilt, and Miami. Ooh, okay. How about that? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, so, I, so yeah, that, that, that probably answers your question, right? Yeah. And and, and Kellen, as as a multiple first team All Atlantic Ten player, I mean, I can see him at guard for anyone in the country. He'll be right there. I yeah. mean, listen, the, the thing is, these days, so many coaches are saying themselves, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna load up with transfers instead of going the high school route where you have to wait for these guys to develop and who knows especially now because they haven't had a chance to see these high school kids play in person mm. in more than a year almost two years now in person um, I think a lot of them are just saying you know what I'm gonna go get a guy who's older I'll pluck him maybe from the best mid major guys or other high major guys that, that just didn't get an opportunity um, and, and that's listen. I've done the transfer list for 15 years. Uh, the first year I started, it was like 250, 350 people. This year, because of the one-time transfer waiver rule, which is going to – it's not in yet, but it's going to hit. Or sure. just give everybody a waiver for this year. I would expect – Scott Drew told me he thinks the number will be 2,000 <laughs> this year. 2,000. I, I, I guess closer to 1,500, but uh, it's already at like 700 or so. Um so it, it's it's nuts, Kevin. It's it is. Nuts. It's crazy. It keeps people like, you know, you, you and I busy year-round because uh, not only are kids coming in, but you get those surprising yeah. uh, defections as well where, you know, coaches are really counting on somebody and they say, well, I've got to explore my, explore my options. But right. So um, how about the tournament, Jeff? I, I'm curious, uh, are you bouncing around from arena to arena? Are you only allowed to go to one game a day? Uh, you know, Indy is so, so compact you can get from – butler to downtown in uh you know 15 minutes it's awesome no like people don't realize that's the biggest benefit of 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 indy right it's it's not the weather but it's it's the fact that all these arenas especially this year they've got six different places 
other than Purdue and, and Bloomington, mm-hmm. you can get to everything within 15 minutes. You know, Hankel, Banker's Wife, Lucas Oil. Uh, they added another one at IUPUI. Uh, and, and it's been great. Now, uh, our boy David Warlock, who we know who runs all the, the media for sure. the NCAA, he's trying to hold the man down, Kevin. He wouldn't let me do eight games in one day. He wouldn't <laughs> let me bounce to all eight. The, 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 the most we can do is four okay. in, in a day. So uh, I've done four every day, you know, the last, you know, those four days, but I do that anyway. I mean, like my deal has always been, I don't want to be sitting uh, on an off day covering press conferences. So generally I'll fly or drive to another venue, although I'm getting older now, Kevin. So like, it's, it's, it's a lot tougher to do four places in four days. Well, it's, um, so this has been easy. This it's is it's, it's Nirvana. Right it's nerv. It's yeah. I call it basketball Nirvana. Uh, you know, it's, oh. it's difficult for the for the for the players. There's no question to stay in those hotels days on end. But uh, you know, like you said, they're fortunate just to be playing. We're fortunate to be able to have a tournament. Um, I'm curious, Jeff. Uh, the double figure seeds, uh, UCLA, uh, Oral Roberts, Oregon, Syracuse. Is is, is the road over, or, or can one of them do it this weekend? Listen, I mean, no, I don't think the road's over. I, I think the only two teams to me that, that I don't know if are going to get beat are, are Baylor and Gonzaga. And mm-hmm. we've said this kind of all year. I know Michigan creeped into the equation, but I think part of uh, Michigan right now without Isaiah Livers, they're not the same team. We know that. So I, I think ultimately all these other teams have a chance, as we've seen so far, because of, frankly, the, the COVID era here. And, and the fact of the matter, these kids – dealing it, it's like a, a, a mental marathon in a way right like can you tough yeah can you be mentally tougher than than the other team it's not just about the physical abilities you, you gotta you know again you, you you're here a while you're not able to see your family you know think about the poor oral roberts kids in a way right like they just got to the sweet 16 ordinarily like when florida gulf coast did that as a 15 seat a few years ago they went back to campus and they got like a hero's welcome right, right. Like a parade, like they go in the arena, everybody's there. Then they get a send off when they leave to go back to the Sweet Sixteen. Like I feel bad for the Oral Roberts kids. They never got that. They never like they're just staying here and they can't they can't really celebrate the moment sure. with anybody other than their teammates. And, and maybe when they go back, you know, the campus is you know maybe it's not an active campus. I'm not quite sure what the story right. is out there, but you know, if it was, uh, you know, Providence or Connecticut, you know, these campuses are largely deserted. It's just, it's a totally different experience. I, I I'm curious if you've seen both Gonzaga and Baylor live. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've seen them both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. I, I have no question. I have no questions about Gonzaga. They did have one, you know, bad, bad half against BYU in the, uh, in the mountain West. But uh, how about Baylor? Are, are they back to what we saw maybe in uh, early January? Man, I love Baylor. Like, I've always – I picked him to win it all. I picked him to win it all. And I know that pause really hit him. Uh, and Scott Drew told me, you know, it wasn't just the pause. It was, okay, you had this long layoff. He came back too quick. Like, Michigan took like eight days to practice before they played their first game. Baylor had two practices. And then they had a bunch of games. Hmm. So he said – Basically, we'd have a game, then we'd have a day or two off. We'd have to prepare for the next game. So we never, we never really were able to practice and get better defensively, and that was the area where it really hit them. Sure. So now they've had a lot of time over the last couple of weeks to really practice and get better defensively, get back to what they were, which is an elite defensive team, Kevin. So, yeah, I think Baylor is as good as Gonzaga. Um, 
you know, their guard play is terrific with Davion Mitchell and, and Jared Butler. Uh, Matthew Meyer coming off the bench is better than anything Gonzaga has. So I think they're a little bit deeper. But again, Gonzaga is, listen, you, you got Jalen Suggs, you got Corey Kispert, you got Drew Kimmy, uh, Timmy, and you got uh, Joel Ayayi. Uh, those are four studs. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I, I, I've been saying throughout the tournament that in this day and age with the one and dones and kids not even going to school, to have four pros, certainly four and uh, first-round draft picks at some point on one team is just so rare in college basketball these days. Last one, uh, you said Baylor, so I'm not going to ask you your final four. One coaching thing, because I know you touch a little bit of everything in this world, uh, Porter Mosier. Uh, I I got them going to an Elite Eight, uh, beating Oregon State. It's two times in four years, three years, whatever it's been. Can he really stay at Loyola, or or do you think yeah. DePaul or Marquette or Marquette Indiana? Marquette is Marquette. my pick. Yeah, yeah, I think he goes to Marquette, Kevin. I, I, Marquette, you know. I mean, listen, you know as well as anybody. That's a great job. And they try. They, they try to win. Team. They spend a lot of money. Exactly. Exactly. So to me, and Marquette as an institution is the closest thing to Loyola Chicago. You know, they're they're, they're close in terms of now he can double his money. He can coach in the Big East. This is a guy that was fired at Illinois State like five years ago. He might have he, he might have been in trouble at Loyola Chicago, and he's done one hell of a job the last you know three years, taking them to a Final Four and now a, a, a Sweet Sixteen. So I, I think ultimately, I would say he's the favorite for me to go to Marquette. Got it, Jeff. Thanks very much. Enjoy Indianapolis. Uh, us basketball freaks are, are jealous, although. I don't know about your family. Uh, I, well, man, who knows? It all, no, depe- like all depends. Are they cool with it? No, I think they wanted me gone. I hadn't traveled <laughs> in a year. Are you kidding? Go for three weeks. Go. No, my, my daughter, who's 17, actually said she misses. Shocking. Shocking but I positive. I believe her. She probably just wants money. That's all. Well, you'll have plenty. But, uh, you know, you've, you've been doing nothing out in Indies except saving money, I can imagine. You know, there's not much exactly. going on. Jeff, thanks very much, and travel safe. Thanks, Kevin. Well, that's it for this week's 401 podcast. Hope everyone enjoys the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, and we'll be back next week with, I'm sure, a little info on the Final Four. Thanks, as always, to producer Kevin Collins, to Villanova's Cole Swider, and Stadium's Jeff Goodman, and, of course, to our sponsors at Manscaped and Haxton's Liquors. We are now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Buzzsprout. Subscribe on whatever platform you enjoy most, Shoot us a like and look for the next edition of the 401 Podcast with Kevin McNamara. Thanks for listening to the 401 Podcast with Kevin McNamara. Get the 411 on the sports scene in the 401 by subscribing to the 401 Podcast from KevinMacSports.com.